1985, I arrived. 33 years, damn, I'm grateful I survived. We wasn't supposed to get past 25. Joke's on you, motherfucker, we are alive. Jokes on you, motherfucker, we are alive. Oh, all right. I don't know how this is all going to work anyway. Um, so this is, the, this is the first live podcast ever, live streaming anyway, podcast for Sarcasm Orgasm. Um, and I'm here today with a guest of mine who is a very good friend of many years. Uh, never done a podcast with you ever, I don't think, like any podcast. No, I'm no right? I don't think so. We had a couple car rides, and uh, those were podcasts before podcasts because we would just talk shit in the car on the way to gigs back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. some corpus, some corpus trips. I remember some corpus. Oh, trips. that's right. Yeah, we did a corpus four twenty show, and then we did that. Um, who God, who is that flash here. in the pan guy in San Antonio? Who Marvin Baca? That's it. And we did oh, a show dude. at that sports Marvin bar, and Baca, it was god awful. Dude, did I tell you that guy, dude, I'm like I tried to like kind of school him up to like a little just a little bit of etiquette, bro, because like yeah. he he had booked me for something. I, I didn't mean to get into talking shit already on this, but uh he <laughs> <laughs> he uh he had booked me for something and then like first off, I'm like, What's the pay? And he's like, This is pay and then uh like I think it was like day of the show, he hits me up and he's like, Hey man, I really just don't have any money to pay you uh, but could you still come through to a spot? And I'm like, dude, you know, here's the thing. If you had asked me up front to do the spot and said, I, I can't pay you, but would you be willing? And I I may have said yes to it. But then when that happened, I'm like, I have to stand on principle here. I can't yeah. I could I can't do this now. You know, Bro, and then, he worked at the Toyota plant. You can afford to pay me. Yeah. And and <laughs> dude on. and then and then that the thing that really kind of set like made me a little bit I, I, I try to take the high road with it, but which is unusual for me, as you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> now you a petty motherfucker, dude. You're I know. <laughs> you don't like Shut comments. Up, I hate you. Die. I hate you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, it was just like now that you said it was paid, and you and I committed to this with the belief of that, and now you're pulling this on me, and you're doing it day of the show of all things. It's like I just like yeah, no, sorry. Can't do it. That's that's when you still do the show, but you do new stuff and you go long, and go. That's what you don't pay for, and then dip. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> um. So how are you, man? You're out out in Las Vegas now, and are you not that's now? Right. I mean, uh, you've that's been right, out Cody. there. For I'm a live uh, live from Henderson, uh, reporting to you here from my bedroom, the uh, Fortress of Solitude, uh, filled with uh, Ninja Turtles memorabilia and way too much technology. I've probably been sterile for the last couple months, but it doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, I've been out here in Vegas uh, three and a half years and actually three years at the, the house that I'm currently at. Wow. And uh, it's awesome. I love it, man. It's here. Here's Dude. something I like to relate to, to all my Texas people, and especially Texas comics, when you came up in San Antonio like uh, we did, is if you drive four hours any direction from San Antonio, you're still in Texas. But in Vegas, you could be in L.A., you could be in Phoenix, you could be close to Salt Lake City. Right. It's awesome. I love it. So it looks better Go on the calendar. Go perform for some Mormons, driving. you know. <laughs> I, th I think I bumped into more Mormons in Texas than I did have here, you, to be honest. Have you done any shows where it's like there were Mormons? That it was like obvious there was like a Mormon uh, audience present? Uh, I've done a couple shows in Utah, but they were like – 
they were it's weird like there's a certain subsect of utah that it's like yeah we know what we're known for but we're not like that and so they have they have extra tattoos and extra piercings and they're mm-hmm. extra hipster it's almost like they're like yeah yeah this is what you think we are and it's like okay i get it calm down you know yeah uh, but you utah's gorgeous so like i'm just driving through there to do shows and they got right. mountains of every color, i mean it looks Subarus everywhere I've only ever seen pictures, but or flown over maybe, but yeah, it does look nice. Yeah. Um, no, oh, I guess yeah. the real question for me was like, I wonder if uh, I was just wondering if Mormons have a good sense of humor or not. You know, <laughs> well, you know, uh, if you spike you know, their their diet, <laughs> their diet sprite, <laughs> bro. You know, this business is inundated with uh, with a very liberal, left leaning sort of uh, just typical demographic, if you will. And right. it's like, dude, for for all the shit on the all the shitting on that conservatives get in this country, one thing you can't tell say about them is that they don't they don't know how to take a joke, bro. Because they do. They like conservatives yeah. usually are pretty good about taking a joke. It's liberals that get offended at every little fucking thing. <laughs> Seriously, it's true. Well, I I just I hate that notion of being offended for somebody else. You know, like uh, all these you know these moms with manager haircuts that are like. Oh, you can't say that. That's offensive. And I'm like, well, does it affect you? No. Yeah. Well, let them stand up for themselves. It's kind of, you look like an asshole by standing up for them, thinking that they can't do it. Ugh, right. I hate that shit. And maybe, well, you know. Well, yeah. It's, ugh. to me, it's, yeah. it's okay, so uh, this happened to me. Um, I don't remember if I ever told you about this happening, but, uh, so, you know me, I, I typically don't give a shit of <laughs> trying to win people. Uh, like with my, I have to tell them how right I am. No, exactly. Well, at, they agreed at, at a certain point. Yes, absolutely. I've I've chilled out with that. Don't but, you know how wrong you, know. you are? The Cody O'Dell arguing handbook. Well, but I, what I said was, you know, I'm not proud to be an American, and it's and it's true. And then mm-hmm. this guy threw ice at me. This was at River Center. This was the last feature week I ever did at River Center. And ice so or ISIS. he threw ice at me, and then <laughs> probably both. Shit. Well, uh, obviously, I support yeah, ISIS if I d- if I'm not proud to be an American. Alex, duh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Of course. Just kidding, man. No, but um, and then him he and his threw, wife like oh, stormed. I mean, they walked. Customs at you? Huh? Yeah. No, no. They threw immigration but, yeah, and customs. So they walked, right? Him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they did. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is this is an interesting <laughs> dynamic of the the interaction with the video. But anyway, so. They stormed out, right? They walked. I actually, I didn't lose yeah. the crowd on it. Like they were still on my side after those people left. In fact, they kind of cheered it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so that night though, I get this long message on Facebook, uh, diatribe like from the, the dude's wife, and she's like, Ugh. "That's an insult. What you said is an insult to every soldier who ever died for this country." And I'm like, "You know what? Oh, I, I came back man. at her like I didn't respond for like a week, but when I finally did, I sent her this message back, well thought out, well like." I let my emotions about things yeah. settle for a week, and it made me a lot more. You already lost. You already no, lost. No, but what I said was basically, uh, it was from like I had. I actually just happened upon a Reddit post that that in that around that same time that I was like, basically yeah. this this veteran talking about how offensive it was when people told him what he died, like what he was fighting for. So, oh, you know, it's like the old Ooh, the old Bill Hicks joke, dude. You yeah. know, like he didn't die for the flag. He died for what the flag represents, which is the freedom to burn the fucking flag. But um, yeah. so that idea of being offended on behalf of like, you know, the millions of men and women over the years who have served in the United States Armed Forces, yeah. you know, it's bullshit. And, it, and that applies to any demographic. It doesn't just mean, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, for sure. 
You know, speaking of just the United States, man, what's too fucking is this not crazy, man? This is getting crazy. Uh, yeah, this uh, it's not too bad. Like I'm, uh, this is kind of uh, feeding into my <laughs> uh, low active lifestyle, and I'm uh, embracing the best of it. I'm staying off social media. It's great. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm hardly ever on Facebook and stuff, and and I'm not getting tagged in all kinds of challenges. Apparently, people are getting tagged and shit. I'm like, whatever. I'm just over here playing Animal Crossing. I'm over yeah. here catching up on video games and reading and and doing my damn thing and uh so you see, until you my see a bunch of out and then i'm like ah <laughs> dude are are any of the las vegas cats doing any of these like uh online live shows and shit yeah too many of them uh dude, there's a yeah. lot of there's a there's a lot of comics that uh open micers included that are like hey man uh no one gave a shit before so uh you don't have to do this like yeah i'll open up my facebook and there's all these notifications of people going live and i'm just like I don't need that much attention, you know? <laughs> dude. Yeah, so, man. This is me breaking um, my silence. <laughs> dude, you know, a lot of these fucking people should be spending time working on their set right now, which they're probably There you not. go. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'd be willing to bet there's a lot of mi- middle children in stand-up comedy. I could be wrong. Think but. think of all the people that are going to start doing comedy because they went on something live and people thought oh they're funny and it's like you know what i'm gonna try this comedy thing and it's like (sighs) well dude it's you know it's as much netflix's fault as anything because they're watering down content bro like they're just (laughs) no but seriously though it's really becoming watered down and i saw jerry seinfeld do an interview and he was talking about this and he was like basically he said like um it should take you like five years to write a special and he's like and these comedians are putting out these specials you know some of them like like it's they're putting out content i feel like that's uh, like of a certain quality that they should be doing it like louis before the craziness but he'll he'll be back and then you know the burrs of the world the Chappelle's, those guys i mean yes they're in a very select category of this everybody else is like you know you see a lot of comedians that are kind of middle of the road acts like i mean i'm not even saying like for me that's would be doing it that'd be making it which i'm not uh but I mean, it you know all I mean? went downhill before Brendan Schaub got a Showtime special. So don't even, you know, don't ah, even throw in <laughs> shade on sarcasm, orgasm. Alex Kool-Aid oh. Ansel. Oh, dude. Like, oh, that is so unwatchable. I'd rather get punched in the head a bunch of times like he did than to watch that shit. Who it do you awful. think currently working in comedy is like the most um, overrated that gets a lot of like uh, recognition, but is being is overrated. Who who would you say is like in comedy right now the most over? I guess just the most overrated comedian right now, in um, your eyes. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of Chris Delia. Delia, Delia. Chris Delia. He's he's one dimensional. Brian Kim. Fucking Brian Kim tuning in here. Hey hey Brian. There will be no there will be no burping on this one, sir. No burping, you piece of shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at some of the comments. Of course, Dave Chappelle is, is amazing, not overrated, not at all. He's amazing. But uh, as far as like, we got Dre on the podcast like, as well. Thanks for joining in. Okay. Uh, as far as I like, um, again, like br- same thing with Brendan Schaub. Not not a big fan of his stuff. Um, you know, I'm not even familiar with his shit. Yeah, at all, it's, really. It's bad. You know, you know who I would put in that category though is uh, Ari Shafir, dude. I just, I don't find yeah. him to be that funny. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not even knocking him for like what he's some of the shit he's kind of gotten in hot water about. I'm just saying, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't find him that funny. I find him to kind of be just I, a dickhead a without any new, well, without any uh, I, nuance. Go ahead, sorry. 
Yeah. No, there's there's a part of me that appreciates that he just doesn't give a shit and that he goes for it. And then it's like, okay, well, uh, I guess he doesn't think about consequences because um, there's so much stuff I would love to post and, and put online. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to catch a shit storm. But you can go into yeah. any green room and repeat it and it will fucking kill. The day after. Right. Okay, get this. The day after <laughs> Kobe tragically died. Hey, man, go Spurs. Go. Right. Uh Monday, I I work every Monday night at, in Las Vegas, um, and uh, I was there with a headliner, and he's like, "Yo, traffic was crazy from L.A. Uh, I didn't, you know, uh, it was nuts." And I go, "You probably could have gotten a better, uh, you probably could have gotten a real cheap ride on a helicopter right now." Oh, and he just fuck. looked at me and went, "Bro," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Think about it." And this is like the day after, like I I posted a bunch of my you know, Kobe stuff on Twitter because I knew people wouldn't give a shit. But man, if you post it on Facebook, people get real emotional, real like. Ah. But I'm like, I think I think so, the most unfair know. thing about that whole ordeal, dude, was that um, it was just seemed like uh, everybody else that was on that helicopter was forgotten about. It was really just Kobe and his daughter that anybody, and it's like a lot of people lost their lives, which was shitty. Uh, well, they didn't the have whole shoe thing deals. Was, they weren't, you know, <laughs> how many rings they got? Yeah, yeah <laughs> they didn't hit any fucking baseline <laughs> fadeaway jumpers, bro. Yeah, exactly. Or they weren't ball hogs, you know. Um, so. yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, if you this is great. Twitter, we got check some my Twitter at Y Two Kool Aid, and I got all because I I did jokes about how uh, uh, it should have it should have been Derek Fisher in that helicopter. Cause <laughs> what he did to my <laughs> I'm like, glad his Derek daughter Fisher. got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> You know so what? She got eye cancer. This way, she doesn't. Yeah, good for her, blind ass bitch. Can't see that <laughs> shitty father of yours with his dumbass left-handed shot piece of shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm still bitter. <laughs> so what about Isn't it funny? How I'm so still what about bitter about point four? You don't like. <laughs> so. Oh but, my um, goodness, man. Oh jeez. I mean, Dude, you can't take away that Kobe. And and, and here's the thing too. All of my Kobe jokes, they were not race related or ball they were hogs not for sure his legal trouble related yeah they're all just like from the point of view of a of a spurs fan who fucking hates the lakers <laughs> yeah well dude you know kobe was one of those types of guys like th so there's like two types of guys like you hate right so there's the guys you hate because they're just generally pieces of shit and it has yeah. everything to do with their character and who they actually are like draymond green yeah. for instance uh who i saw in san antonio at bohannon's actually uh Ugh. Yeah, but uh, and then you've got like you know Kobe, who as much as I hate him as a competitor from a competitive standpoint, I fucking respect the fuck out of him as an athlete and like you know what he does, like his his uh, craft about it in that sense. Yeah. So to me, that's where it was like I felt such a sadness in terms of like lost. Yeah. And dude, he won a fucking Oscar uh, last year. Yes, yeah. La last not twenty nineteen, I guess. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was definitely, you know, did a lot of stuff for, for his daughters and, and all that cool shit. But just like, you know, as a Spurs fan, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't, okay. <laughs> I'm just well, cold, like cold hearted. <laughs> you know, the the thing I do, I think the thing, the biggest thing for me with those types of moments in like comedy is that it's super easy to, you know, get into the kind of the you know, yeah, territory of just, like, kind of, like, hacky-ish, hackish, not, ha like, totally oh, hack, sure. you know yeah. what I mean, but hackish, and I feel like that's probably the biggest detriment to me posting about shit, like, you know, whenever uh, Jared went that's to prison. because every, 
you know, there's like, what, seven different fucking quarantine jokes, and I see them all over. I did a joke about, oh, I'm doing social media quarantine, and then 15 <laughs> minutes later, I see, you know, a couple other comics post something along the same lines, and I'm like, I'm just going to log off. I'm like, screw this shit. Dude, all I can say, man, is <laughs> there's going to be a lot of sexually frustrated people in May, bro. What is nine months from May? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, there's gonna be a bu- there's uh, gonna be a boom. There's gonna be boom. Yeah, there's uh, uh, Valentine's Day. A lot of a lot of kids there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, dude, uh, not to shift gears here, but to shift yeah. gears. Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts about uh-huh. this. With in terms of um, what's kind of been going on, and this seems to be. There seems to be like multiple levels here, so like a lot of things happening on local government levels and state government levels, mm-hmm. and then of course federal. Um, but there's this common running theme amongst all of them across, you know, every every uh, echelon or whatever you want to call it, and right. it is like basically that, dude. It, it, I find it very troublesome what's happened over the last like two weeks, but really over the last like just like week even more so in terms of like you're seeing these just suspensions of freedom of movement really uh, across this country and yeah. nobody is talking about civil liberties, dude. And it's, and it's weird to me because it's yeah. like, I feel like it's an, a discussion that needs to be uh, being it's, had around it's in this. We still have, yeah. We still have internet. We're still being docile. You know, we still have right. Wi-Fi, so we can still get our, our, you know, our our numbing, you know, soothing. Oh, here it's it's the, uh, the citizen. I feel like a lot of people are being treated like a noisy four year old. It's like, oh, here, give him the tablet and he'll shut up. Yeah. And I feel like that that might be going on with a lot of people on right now, because like right now, you know, I got Internet. I'm playing video games. We're doing this shit online. This is cool. But then it's like, oh, yeah. we got to cut Internet. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a lot of reading. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, and like, I'm not one of these people that, oh, I'm going to make a big fuss and do all this. It's just like, okay, where do I go from here? What do I have left? And then go from there. That's where my German pragmag- uh, pragma- uh, pragmatism comes from. The Germans and, and their Volkswagens. In, yeah, Excuse and me. The efficiency I burped on the podcast. Fuck. Nice. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Um, I just feel like this is like something that, is um scary to me this is what's scary to me it's scary to me how like willfully and almost even happily people are like to surrender basic civil liberties dude Um, we're talking freedom of assembly freedom of you know uh i guess movement i don't know that that's an amendment but just the idea just the general idea in this country we always say they try to tax my movements (laughs) dude you remember you remember that old bit i used to have i don't know if you remember this that was a shit joke by the way that was a shit joke (laughs) 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 uh some guy asked by the way earlier if you're when you were going to be in atlanta i'm like that's kind of random uh Uh, maybe he lives in atlanta you got an atlanta fan yeah i uh, i was in atlanta a couple years ago when i uh when i was working with jake still and atlanta's fun oh nice yeah. yeah, that was that was fun. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I, w- sure. I wanted to like finish this line of th- thought here, but dude, so, um, I just I'm troubled by how easily they were able to kind of just l- like enact these what I would consider to be pretty drastic measures against mm-hmm. the population, and people just happily are are not not only are they not 
saying anything. They're happy about it. They don't they don't see it as a thing. And it's like, you know, where do where does where does our agency where do we where does that start? Where the government like it's the same thing with the uh, more the old Bill Hicks shit. But uh, it's like the uh, it's not a war on drugs. It's a war on personal freedom. Keep that in mind at all times. You know, and it's it seems to be like the same idea is like they're I don't know this. This is certainly something that I don't think the I don't think the narrative that's being kind of put out is what really the uh-huh. the real st- the let's just say the full story. Like we're not it's yeah. not well, really the full story. You know, like people are afraid, and and you know, at the end of the day, people still want to protect themselves, and 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 if it means oh I got to stay home or oh I can't be hanging out, then. You know, I think uh, some people are, are going to do that. And then you still got those spring breakers that are out there that are like, YOLO, bitch, whatever. We're going <laughs> to do what we want, you know. And it's like, yeah. OK, like, that's cool. And, you know, I, I, I did a show the night before everything was pretty much canceled in Vegas, you know. Mm-hmm. And that day uh, I was three weeks away or two weeks away from flying to Texas to do a two week run. And that mm-hmm. Monday, five of those 12 shows I had lined up canceled on me. That I was fucking like, oh, sucks, this shit's bro. getting real. Yeah. Uh, you know? And 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 you well, like you were talking about too, all the other kind of like um auxiliary work that you get in other aspects because of comedy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all good. Oh, shit, man. Damn. All right, I'm back. What? I oh think yeah. That was, that was me, dude. Seriously. Oh. I think. I don't know. Anyway, um. We fucking had uh, Ali Sadiq, man. I fucking love that dude. That guy's fucking Hell great. yeah. Now he's going on live and talking about how whack we are. <laughs> uh, what's up, Beast? Uh, Debo's in here. Debo, what's up? I hope you're all right, Debo. Yo, 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 uh, Debo. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So we're back for part two of Sarcasm Orgasm, if you're Was that what, – did we get cut off because of the, the – we hit the time limit? Is that what that was? That was what the, the, I'm that not was sure. what that was, right? I, I think it was because I'm at 25 minutes right now, and, we, and I think we were live for at least a few minutes, like five minutes before oh, we yeah. started. All right. Well, now we know. Uh, Mark it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking a man. Um, well, yep. uh, what were we talking? About? I forgot what we were talking. Oh about. yeah, Jake the Snake and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would have been great if he would have mentioned me on Rogan. That could have maybe done some shit for me. I don't know. Uh, but he didn't, and it's like, eh, okay. You know, uh, I, I mean, you know, all hands on deck. I still owe him rent money. Uh, but you know, I feel <laughs> like uh, I made flyers and edited content for him and. So I feel like we're dude. Good, so, but uh, I mean, I mean, that, if I was that flush with cash, he'd he'd have it, <laughs> right, dude. Th- I was gonna say though that 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 had to be a, a pretty fucking cool experience getting to go on the road with him. It was nuts. Like, uh, you know, there's uh, there there's what people see, and it was awesome. And then there's some other stuff where it's like, okay, yeah. these are the trade offs you have to make, you know, because you, yep. you have to realize Jake is an amazing performer, uh, an amazing artist. Uh, but you know, he, he's, you know, in his, uh, early sixties, but he has the body of a 90 year old. So yeah. it's difficult for him to, to move around. And I get that. Cause you know, I, I have some of the same issues and then, sure. you know, he's, he, uh, you know, it's well documented, uh, what the effects of CTE on, on a lot of people. And so you just kind of have to, to kind of go with it make the best of it and, and make sure all the, the shows go off with a hitch, but you give that dude a microphone and he's he's insane so it's we we definitely made a good combo uh i felt like i was a good like you know happy-go-lucky palate cleanser haha you know get everyone charged up amped up and i think a lot of his fans appreciated me because they knew i was a real wrestling fan and not just some comic that's booked with a wrestler 
And, yeah. N- uh, and then we, we kind of learn from each other, too, because I would tell him, oh, tweak this, move this. Well, why would I say that? Oh, because you want the K sound at the end. You want the reveal here. Switch this word. Do that. And I think just uh, like yeah. absorbing all that. No. Um, I think uh, Patrice. Oh, fuck. I just lost my train of thought on that. Um, it's uh, it definitely, dude. He um, like that show we did at Gramercy Theater, man. That was one. Well, that was one of the coolest venues I've ever done, bro. When you yeah. told me when we were uh, doing that that he was doing an eight ball a day back in yeah. the eighties, oh, I was like, Holy yeah, back in the day, yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude. How how were he? How is he not dead, dude? Like seriously. Yeah. Like it's insane. Amazing, yeah. I um, uh, I didn't know how much an eight ball was until recently when uh, I saw one in person. I was like, that's a lot of fucking powder. <laughs> like holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean he's been off that all that stuff for for a while, hasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's clean and sober now for sure. Yeah, he's um, uh, he's on uh, AEW and uh, he cut a great promo on AEW. His haircut was a little fucked up because he had the like the what is it the um what do they call it when they only shave half the head the like lesbo uh, haircut <laughs> half uh, cut or something i don't know yeah it's like a fucked up circumcision yeah. so who are your guys <laughs> favorite comedian uh that you toured with alex the grinder asks alex well alex uh, the grinder uh would you say would you say um uh what's his face uh, uh jake or no uh, he's probably the favorite wrestler I've toured with, uh, cause I've, I've performed <laughs> with a couple others. I've yeah. performed with Raven and, uh, uh, I was going to do some shows with, uh, Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man and Jim Hacksaw Duggan. But a lot of those shows, you know, dried up again because of this whole Corona bullshit. Um, yep. but, uh, as yeah, far go as, for like, it, Andrew. Comics, comics that I love to work with that come through the comedy club I work at Samuel J. Comro, um, Quinn, uh, Quinn Dale. He's yep. just a blast to hang out with because he's just so goofy and and you Dude, don't know it, where the next joke is coming from. Chad I would I would have when I worked with him. Yeah, I I would have thrown out what he was just on here earlier. Um, Ali Sadiq, man, because I remember, dude, oh, way yeah, back Ali in the day. Yeah. I remember, dude, he he headlined River Center back like this was like probably 2012, and mm-hmm. he was there that night. And dude, okay, first off, how many of those headliners on those Saturday nights stayed for the midnight show when that was still a thing? You remember? Like not, not hardly ever, rare, yeah. rare. Yeah. If they did, they were in the bar. They weren't watching the fucking midnight show, dude. Ali yeah. Sadiq is in there watching the show, bro. Comes up to yeah. me afterwards and was like, bro, like he gave me his number. He's like, dude, we should write sometime. And I was like, bro, this is like insane. I'm like two years in and like losing my shit. This <laughs> fucking headliner wants yeah. to write with me, right? Yeah. But um, always thought he was like the ho- coolest fucking guy, dude. And uh, he's and a beast. He is a beast. He's dude. a beast. Oh, real quick, uh, have I met the Bushwhackers? Yes, I have. I met both of them in separate occasions and separate deals. One in San Antonio at a RCW show, and then another at a wrestling convention when I was working. Who with, are the uh, fucking Jake. bushwhackers? The the fucking they're they're credited from being New Zealand, but they're fr- or um from Australia, but they're from New Zealand. They're the guys that do this. They have the camo pants and the uh, dirty um uh the dirty wife beaters, and they're <laughs> they do this face. Um, that is a bushwhackers are nuts yeah that is an obscure um, reference or are they they're comedians yeah. i guess do they tour no no they're pro wrestling uh old pro wrestling tag uh, team from way back they were on an episode okay, of family good. matters when carl and nah. uh and urkel teamed up against them nice that's so, fucking great but, um uh oh yeah so nah. ali sadiq dude the first time i saw him was live at lol and he was he was opening it was a two-man show but he was opening for uh dl hughley 
And okay. so Ali did 40 minutes. Uh-huh. Got a standing ovation as Damn. the opener. Right? Damn. And then D.L. Hughley gets on stage and he goes, yo, y'all need to sit down. He's like, uh, <laughs> he goes, if you order a steak, you don't clap for salad. You know, y'all uh, trying to get him fired. Oh, you know, and then he's like, nah, oh, I'm playing. Yo, I'll one more time for Ali Sadiq. And I was like, oh, I'm like that's shit. the way to do it. Because you, Dude. you, we were talking about this the other day, watching different headliners come through the home club. And yeah. there's headliners will bring one of two openers. Uh, some headliners will bring someone that will elevate the game, step it up, make them is that push Ponce? themselves. Ponce is oh, here. Shit. Oh, shit, Ponce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's sorry. headliners that will bring a badass opener that will make them step their game up and do all that. Mm-hmm. Or there's other comics that bring headliners that are like, oh, he carries my bags. Oh, yeah. he, you know, he sells my merch. He does this. But it's like. Or eh, there's even you know. there's even some headliners who fucking will uh, have their openers pay for the right to open for them. Uh, oh I heard Kevin God. Hart does that. I heard Kevin Hart does that. I, um, I, don't I haven't seen it, but ugh, that's no. yeah. I mean, fucking a. But I was going to say. Oh, so, shit, yeah, I'll, my El Paso, homie. What's up, dude? Yeah, I'll be there. On oh, Monday, shit. These days. El Chuco. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I was going to say him and then uh, Ryan Stout, bro. Uh, Speaking of El Paso, actually, Ryan Stout, uh, uh, El Paso's own. uh, I think he went to uh, Hank's high school. Um, (laughs) Bart, by the way, the uh, owner of the comic strip in El Paso fucking hates him for some fucking reason. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Actually, I know what it was. He was talking shit about the club on a podcast, I think. I'm not Uh, Bart. If you're listening to this, Bart. (laughs) I was um, the man at Wincrest. I was the man. I'm still the man. Thank you, though. Oh, what's up, Derek? Bitch. That's my old roommate putting in fire. I'm always the man. Shit. I'm the man. I'm the man. There you go. Shit. Um, but, um, I miss the Wincrest pool. Good memories. I actually named my town in Animal Crossing Wincrest because you got to rep home all the time, baby. Oh, shit. Never forget where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. Fucking San Antonio, brother. Jeez. Back in those yeah, days. Dude. Dude, it's nuts how how it was a great city to come up and do comedy because, especially at River Center, it's a tourist trap. So you get all these people from all over the place. And if you can make all those people laugh, it's a Vegas crowd. Same thing in Vegas. You get all these people from all over the place. So I was ready. You know, like I knew my material was was good to work there. But then when Jake took me across the country and I saw a queso joke would kill in Canada, I never thought. Yeah. Oh, they know what queso is? Cool. Well, or, yeah, you know, doing different stuff across the coast, then it's nuts, man. So. Yeah, man. I mean, you find out that you really find out what you're made of. Because, like, when I moved to New York, man, that was like I realized I had like 20 minutes of shit that is like related to driving, and none of yeah. that shit is gonna work here because nobody yeah. drives. It's not relatable. Like my shit wasn't translatable, so I like I had to adapt myself. But it's like, yeah, dude. Um, there, there's a lot of killers out there, man, that aren't getting the credit they're due. I feel like. Uh, and I would put Ryan Stout in that category, dude. I would I would say he's oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. And he's, he's such a there. he's he's a great, uh, amazing writer. And I love he's never in less than a suit. He's yep. always like dressed to the nines. Yep. And, and, and he's he's amazing. He's almost like um, I feel like he's uh. Okay, I feel like uh, like him and Jezelnik are two sides of a coin. Yep. Like complimentary, not. It's just like, okay, Jeslin kind of, you know, broke mainstream and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like that should have been, you know, Ryan Stouts. And there's still time. He's he's amazing, great performer. So, you know, no yeah, one's up for him. So, 
he yeah. yeah man he's i he's the if i'm recollecting correctly man he's the only headliner i've ever worked with that i asked for his cd only one ever mm-hmm. and i still have it dude and i i've listened to it i had it in like my cd player my car um yeah. and i rarely listen to cds anymore i just plug in my uh iphone and use my yeah. you know i um apple music but uh occasionally yeah. you know i'll switch it over and do the cd and dude i've listened to his album probably 15 times dude and the most impressive thing for me after having worked with him was mm-hmm. every set verbatim i mean yeah. not even the slight like every single word not a single word yeah uh, it was out of place extra it's yeah. insane man i was like it yeah. was like i opened my eyes up to like holy fuck this guy is a pro yeah yeah, yeah. he was he was one of my favorites for sure to work with ever Anyway, absolutely. Uh, and Kyle Dunnigan, when I first saw him years ago oh at LOL, yeah. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And now I follow him on on Instagram, and he posts the greatest shit on Instagram, was, where he does characters yeah. with his mom, or he does the the face swapping thing. And like, yeah. I didn't know who the fuck Kyle Dunnigan was. And then Murphy, the bartender, was like, "Bro, you gotta watch this guy." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And yeah. I watched, and I I watched both shows Friday. I came back Sunday. And I was just like, this dude is nuts. <laughs> and he's just yeah. so it's he's so That's what I was like, gonna say, Andrea. The yeah. the, the was you he using the like, loop machine when when you saw yeah. him? Yeah, he was yeah. doing the keyboard and the loop looping stuff. And yeah. uh uh it was nuts, dude. And then cause you see his regular demeanor, but then you see some of the character stuff and you're like, yo, that's all the same guy. He's 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 almost got that Gary uh Oldman quality of like he just transforms himself and it's like Yeah. Yo, dude, he has dude. this uh, this hilarious like uh, thing. Craig Vancers, have you ever seen that? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah. and he, there's one about about Jesus, dude. This is the fucking most hilarious. He's got the uh, glasses and he does it. Yeah, dude. Um, but I yeah, I put him and you know to that note of what uh, he does, and I and I I'll, I'll also bring up another headliner I love and I've always enjoyed uh, getting to work with and do shows with is uh, J.R. Brow. And to me, he was my first ever legitimate comedy club week at uh, River Center. And so he builds his set, though, where, like, the same thing kind of Kyle does with the loop machine. Because that's at the end yeah. of his act, right? That's his, that's his, like, his closer, is it? I think so, yeah. How could you follow that? Because the 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 vibration of the audience, just the, the crescendo, if you will, of yeah. the piece, when you add the music, gets the audience, like, buzzing even more than yeah. you could. And that's kind of why I like to sing in my act because it, it does the same thing. Yeah, I uh, I actually had a follow guitar comic in a um, what is it World Series of Comedy thing I did the other night, and mm-hmm. uh, dude, I, I didn't know it was a guitar comic until I saw the guy go up with a guitar, and I oh. was the and I'm and I'm the last one, so he's second to last, and I had a couple drinks in me, so you could hear me go. I just looked at this guy going up the stage, and I went, "Fuck," and the photographer turned around looked at me and he gave me that look that comic snow of like i know (laughs) yeah Yeah. and the guy he did okay but then i had a monster set and i had a really uh good time that night uh made it to the semifinals but eh, whatever this is Um, in vegas yeah yeah this was just like uh in uh february uh so going back to i got a jr brow story bro yeah Uh, you you started (laughs) grinning like a fucking little bitch when i said his name what is it tell me He's the only headliner that would not let me sell merch. Really? And at the at the time, yes, I know I was the opener. Yes, I know I was new. I wouldn't ask every headliner. 
But this, I remember this. This was in 2012. You know, I didn't have my weed money. I just lost my car. You know, I'm fucking broke as shit. I'm teaching defensive driving. I got my bootleg CDs. And so um, uh, I go up to J.R. Brown and go, hey, I, you know, I just wanted to ask you real quick. Would it be possible if I could sell my CD for donation? I'm saving money for a bus ticket because I got accepted into the Boston Comedy Festival. And he goes, uh, no. Oh, and I was like, ha, ha, what? And he goes, yeah, no, you can't sell merch. when I, Because he was selling, I think he was selling merch, but he wanted to buy a new guitar without his wife finding out. So he was like trying to get donations himself or something. I don't I don't remember get those, those details. Get but those the un- fact, untraceable cash bills, buddy. Exactly. But the fact that a headliner told another comic on the show, and like I never just assume, I never just like spread my shit out. I never, I just go, hey, I usually don't do this, but yeah. I'm saving money for it's a Chris you know, $400 in the podcast. bus trip. And then he goes, no. And I was like, okay. And then I just. Oh, shit. I yeah. forgot to put up my little thing again with the sarcasm orgasm logo. God damn it. <laughs> I got to scroll through this shit. Keep talking, Kool-Aid. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I don't harbor any ill will. And I don't, uh, you know, when I bring that up to other people of like, hey, have you worked with someone that. They wouldn't let, let you sell merch. And they're like, who the fuck does that? But it's always, again, it's a courteous thing to do to ask. And, and I've, oh, I've yeah. been applauded because I've worked with other comics. And they're like, oh, my God, you guys in the South are so nice. You actually asked. And I go, yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it, right? And they go, oh, baby, I'm from New York. They don't give a shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, dude, <laughs> I, I would <laughs> never do something like that without asking. Yeah. Man. That's that's just not kosher, bro. That's yeah, or peop- that's like people that set you know, up their own you know fucking flea market and you're like, how much shit do you have? Just sell some fucking t-shirts, you know. That's that's just unbecoming, you know, of like anybody yeah. to not not give the courtesy. And dude, uh, my thing with that is like I, like I understand both sides. Like I understand your frustration about something like that, but then at the same time I also understand that you know the fucking headliner is the one that calls the shots. That's why he's the headliner. Yeah. So. You know, it sucks. It's kind of, and it's hard for me to look at Jr. that way because I like Jr. He's a good dude. I yeah. feel like, but oh, dude, um, I wanted, like, I wanted to like him because we both had German moms. When he was doing stuff about his German mom, I'm like, holy shit, my German mom does that. And you know, he he did jokes about Halo, which I fucking it's one of my all time favorite series. And yeah. you know, I wanted to like him, and I, you know, I, like I said, I don't harbor any ill will and shit, but I'm like, you kind of did me dirty, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, but I yeah, that's a Boston, tough one. You know, there you go. I still made there it you there go. Bomb my ass off, but oh well. <laughs> it's still Dude, a credit that I got accepted. <laughs> that was one of the things Raul, me, and um, George went to Boston because Raul was in the Boston Comedy Festival. Mm. There it is. There we go. Boom. Ha. Hell yeah. Fancy. Um, this is sarcasm orgasm, ladies and gentlemen, that have just joined into the podcast. My name's Cody, yeah. and I'm the host. First ever live sarcasm orgasm with Kool Aid. Thank you for joining me again, sir. That's right, baby. You. What's up? Oh. Um. But when are you going to essay, Kool Aid? Uh, Own I mean, boss I for su- life wants yeah. no. I was supposed to fly in uh, tomorrow, actually, but all that shit got canceled. And I was actually on uh, going to do a two week tour of Texas. Coronavirus is a conspiracy. It's not <laughs> real. It's not real. You never <laughs> heard of the Tecate flu. Uh, you never heard of the Dos Equis runs. Um, I mean, dude, this is this is like this is gonna have some weird impact on on stand up this year, man. Well, I mean, nope. uh, I I might sell surgical masks as uh, merch now, 
Maybe bottles of hand sanitizer with my you with my would face on it, like clean you yourself. would. Okay. Oh, dude, you know I'm a merchandising motherfucker. Dude. I know you are. <laughs> Oh, dude. dude. With my sales background. <laughs> you know, but like, yeah. in my opinion, bro, you've got the you've got the goods to back up the this the, you. you know, what you're doing. So yeah. um, I've always uh, admired you as a as a guy who you were already kind of doing some shit by the time I came into the equation and essay. I was going to say that, too, dude. I, I thought back to the essay thing, like we came up in a cool little I, th- I feel like when LOL opened, there was a run where there was like. A, a pretty good crop of guys. You know, you had Raul, you know, George, yeah. Meek, Baza, yeah. you fucking, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of other guys like the Blair and Jay Willafar yeah. and Jay Whitecott. I mean, there's like a lot of talent. Avery, Kevin Iso was around back oh, in those, yeah. like way back days. Um, yeah. And a lot of those people have gone on to have some like really good shit happening for them, which is awesome. For sure. Um, and, you know, it's like you want to develop an act in your home scene, make sure you're, you're bulletproof in whatever scene you're starting out from that you're getting on stage four or five nights a week. Build yep. up your following, build up your your act, and then take it to a new scene, take it to a new to a new place. And and as soon as I found out that you know eighty percent, ninety percent of my jokes worked across the country, I was like, well, I did everything I could do in South Texas. It's time to get so, out of South Texas. So when Jake <coughs> invited me to Vegas, I was like, this yep. is the sign I've been looking for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a lot cheaper to live than than L.A. And I don't have a car. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do Vegas. So, dude, um, it's a good town, man. I mean, like under normal circumstances anyway. Uh, you know, there's a there's like it's crazy out here, too, because I got to get a lot of a lot of L.A. cats are moving here because it's it's way cheap. They they almost commute, you know, uh, shows uh, over there. And, you know, the airport is great because you can fly directly to any city. Um, Yeah. So and and it's like ar- iron sharpens iron because there's so many good comics here. You really mm-hmm. have to like step everything up, and yeah. and you know be badass. Now the only thing I'll say against some of the comics that started out here is if you start out in Vegas and you've lived in Vegas, grew up in Vegas, then you know that there's shows and things popping off all the time, and you're like, I'll go here, I'll do this, I'll do here. But when you're from a place like we are, where there's one comedy club or two comedy clubs. That's where you go every night. And, right. you know, you hang out at the club. Sure, you might not go yeah. up, but you're meeting headliners. You're meeting features. You're building relationships. You're building a rapport with the staff. And I can't tell you how many times I've hung out at River Center and somebody was late or... or Rest in peace. You know, something, yeah, hmm. or some something happened. Uh, and it's like, hey, Kool-Aid, go up for a couple minutes. Or, hey, the sound system in the main room is out. We're going to do the show in the lobby hey, go up and entertain the crowd. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'm like a year in. And I'm like, hello, everybody. <laughs> they call me Kool-Aid because, uh, uh, oh, fuck, you know? And <laughs> yeah. so that's where you, like, cut your teeth. And, and I don't think a, a lot of people understand the hangout thing. Uh, yep. I was even listening to podcasts now where they're talking about comics that have been doing comedy, comedy you know, three, four years, and they're bitching about why they're not on the stand. Or why they're not in the cellar, and it's like, cause the people on there are fucking beasts. They have credits. Yeah. They've been doing it ten years. They're yeah, you know they. Although I, know, I've had a couple of buddies, I've had a couple of buddies who have um, who have actually like gotten in. Like I, I used to do mics in New York with this kid, Eagle Wit, dude. He's 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 young, man. He's like probably yeah, like, at this point, he's I, uh, like twenty four. You know, Eagle. I met him at the cellar here. Oh, that's right, that's right. He did that. Yeah. Well, dude, he I got in the cellar, bro. I mean, he. Well, I remember when I. We were hanging out, man. We used to like ride the subway because we we took the same train, 
So yeah. a lot of nights, him and I were fucking taking the subway home. And uh, yeah. and then I, I left New York. And then like a year after that, I think he got I'm like I saw he's like uh, a regular now at the cellar. And I'm like, dude, fucking yeah. hey, man. And he and he owns his dude. He owns his shit, bro. Through and through yeah. he does. So uh, real quick. What's um, up, McMurrin? And what's up, uh, Castillo? Castillo actually uh, from San Antonio as well. Now based in Vegas. Oh, the SA yeah. contingent present here yeah. today <laughs> on sarcasm. The Texas invasion orgasm. coming. Yeah. The Texas invasion to Vegas. It's uh, a lot of good Texas. Joe Calise. Joe yeah, Calise. Adam Dominguez. My dude, shout out. Hell yeah. Man, we're all, so. it's crazy too. Everybody's all back those day, from those days. Everybody's just all spread out now everywhere. And yeah. We're all kind of, it's, it's, you realize over time, man, because, I mean, you know, we've both been in it for a minute, man. Like, uh, yeah. it's a, this is a isolation type thing, and there's a lot of loneliness in this game, man. It's really mm-hmm. like a, it's a personal one. It's a one-person journey. Like, uh, you know, back in the days of the hooch and shit, the old, my old yeah. band, um, you know, you had a group. It was a camaraderie going on with the band. And, and when you're in comedy, dude, that's not – you don't have that. I mean, you have some camaraderie, but yeah. not – you know. Well, it, it depends, too, if you're, like, touring with people because, like – when I come through Texas uh, and uh, I'll go on the road with uh, uh, Chavaria and Tuttle, and when I was there last August, we did seven shows in seven days. And so yep. we're in the car all day. We're usually in the same hotel room at night doing shows everywhere. And, yeah, it's exhausting, but we just had a blast. So much fun of just, like, talking shit, you know, yeah. talking in the car and then and then doing inside jokes and then going in all these, like, little-ass towns and you know basically you know getting hotel money a couple bucks and then they're like oh drink yep. what you want and it's like all right yep. that's what we're here to do damn it <laughs> yeah man dude bro there's you know the road the road is it's good times man it's it's great when you get a chance yeah. to like go out on the road with like old friends too like you you know Absolutely. maybe you haven't even seen in a while and like you get a chance to like have a few hours in the car to just fucking clown yeah. it and catch up and shit and uh that's, that's kind of why it's yeah it's one of the things I, I love and I miss. It's like I love traveling. I love going to new places, learning about new things, meeting new people. And then it's like, yeah. oh, go tell jokes here, too. OK, awesome. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so. Dude. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, what what's um, what do you see happening with uh, in terms of how this is all the shit going on right now is going to impact like the game of like comedy in general what do what kind of uh, do you i mean do you think it'll have an impact or do you think it's just going to pick up like normal right away once it starts I, up i think it'll be faster in vegas than anywhere else because people come to vegas as a entertainment destination so i feel pretty lucky that i live here because people come to vegas to escape anyway so yeah. if they come here and they're like oh let's go see a show go see a show go see a show but I think it might affect smaller comedy clubs. Um, yeah. Because I think they're going to do whatever they can. Like, L.A. will be fine. New York will be fine because people are like, oh, we got to get out. You know, we'll, we're just going to, you know, like L.A. or uh, New York's been through 9-11. So it's like they'll, yeah. they'll be fine with their shit. L.A., you know, Kobe, sure. That's their 9-11. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why is Lay it off of Kobe. Thanks. <laughs> the Mamba. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> go Spurs, go. Um, there you go. But I, uh, I think some of the you know uh, smaller cities or or the smaller clubs in big cities might have some trouble like getting people back. We don't want to get people too used to the idea of just consuming content at home. We, right. we have to let people know. And it, this, this is, is a live art form. Yeah. 
Right. The, well, that too. But the thing that I've learned with all this stuff going on and staying home all the time is I'm having more phone conversations. I'm not texting. I mean, I still text a lot, but I'm having like good conversations, whether it's just like online uh, or, or, you know, doing something like this or, or just on the phone or even like if I'm playing a video game online, I'm talking to people that I haven't talked to in a while. And it's nuts. Yeah. It's just like, hey, we both got the same game. You want to, you know, play? I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, um, yeah, dude. So now happening. and now with with everything going on, dude, everybody's got so much spare time on their yeah. hands. You know, you can't sure. even go hang anymore. You were talking about the hang, dude. Sometimes it's good, but also mm. I you know what I encountered and before I even go into this, uh we're coming up on another half hour, so we might get cut off, so we'll come back for a third and final segment if that's cool. Okay. Uh, if we get up if we get cut off at whatever point. Anyway. Gotcha. Um shit, man. I, after I said that uh, I real lost quick, my own boss, what's your regular name? Own boss for life. What's your own boss post, uh, for life? Yeah, it says uh, I haven't seen here on sarcasm you since orgasm. I was 10. Nice. Um, um but uh, and the other dude. thing I told you when I got way too stoned the other night, I was like, I don't want all my experiences to be stuff from screens. I want my experiences to be from uh, interactions, from being there, from you know having something happen. So Shane McComas. Oh, that's right. There we go. I remember Bro. Shane. What's up, little old old school <laughs> old school friends coming up through the uh, yeah through the press, baby. She throw them up? dubs up. What's oh up? yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> um, uh, back I w- we were talking about comedy in in terms of like the impacts here, but I, yeah. I forget where I was trying to go with what I my thought process. But dude, yeah, I I don't know. Are getting I, people I back like in clubs and stuff? Yeah, that. But yeah, you know, there's there's like what this is gonna mean creatively for people is interesting to me because i i'm like yeah how is this going to affect like because we're gonna get dude we're a, i'm a week we're a weekend i mean it's been a week since at least for austin yeah. anyway um and i'm already like fucking jonesing dude like it's just i feel that itch you know yeah. to get up and i've you know i've written stuff and it's like you now when i'm writing stuff you know normally the excitement you feel from your when you're writing is like you're like oh fuck i can't wait to try this out on stage and yeah. now it's like I can't wait to wait six weeks to do this joke, you know, that I'm not even going to like by that point anymore. You know, I, mean, I fuck. I think I'm I'm having. OK, so my March has been fucked up. So yeah. early March, my dad passed away. I and, sorry. Again, uh, that's I remember that was unfortunate, yeah. man. Sorry about that. And anyway, uh, so he met Jesus. So <laughs> maybe um, your, maybe your father didn't go to heaven. <laughs> yeah right no shit like a uh, so semi-pro you know the bit, anyway. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. um so that night uh it was a monday night which i usually work and i called the comedy club and i was like hey i just found out some bad news i can't I, I don't know if i can go up but you know and so i still went there just to hang out get my mind yeah. out there, free drinks and uh <laughs> there you go but um and watching there comedy and it really kind of helped you know get me out of that rut but it would come back. So actually that first week I didn't I didn't do any shows. I just kinda stayed at home and just like couch locked and, and I'd watch podcasts and get drunk and just kinda numb out. And then yeah. that and I was like, Oh you know, this is how I'm and then when that week was over I was like, Okay, you know, I'm I'm ready to go on stage again, went on stage, had great sets and then sure enough, a week after that we're doing this again and I'm like, Oh, I just did that shit two weeks ago. Okay, I could do that again. But except yeah. this time, instead of feeling sorry for myself and crying and shit, one, I don't have money for booze, so that's fine. Uh, I'm just using this uh, to catch up on video games and 
you know, sure, I could be doing some video editing. I might. Um, you know, sure, I could be, you know, doing some other stuff and watching old sets. But, you know, you know I, I need a mental health week. And I just want to put my mind on something else, let the batteries recharge. Yep. And it's almost what I like about, uh, like, when I visit family. I have family in rural West Virginia, and they don't really have open mics. And so the longest I've ever gone without performing has been, like, 10 days. So what I start doing is, like, oh, I got to make cashiers laugh. I got to make the yeah. delivery guy laugh. I got to make, yeah. you know, random people that I interact with. I have to make them laugh so hard that they go, hey, are you a comedian? And yeah. then uh, that's when I go, nah, they don't make any money. And then they go, hey, what do you do? And I'm a comedian, you know. Right. Um, but I'm, you know, this is kind of helping me out a bit, you know, just like talking with you. I'd, I'd love to do more, you know, other kind of content with other comics and stuff. So comics, you're watching this. We can do this, too. Uh, help and also little, comics little who might be watching this work on your sets bros and bro <laughs> lady bros <laughs> so uh i feel As like my man george anthony would say oh hell yeah dude <laughs> i remember i took a picture with a cat and the cat uh bart would just give this real judgmental look to the camera and it's like mm -hmm. me and the cat were both judging your set you know <laughs> like that type of shit so um <laughs> and you know i've uh <laughs> So if if anything, I'll just look through my old tweets and be like, oh, which one should I repeat on stage? But you know, I'm yeah. just kind of I'm taking a mental health week. I'm uh, I'm drinking a lot more water. Uh, there my you go. piss is almost clear uh, all the time. I'm That's getting great. my exercise from running back and forth to the toilet. Um, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm eating a lot of vegetables because that's all that's available is produce, and so that's fine. Uh, dude, it was Gross. so funny. I was, at, I, was uh, I was buying. I <laughs> just to let you know how I'm living, baby. I uh, went to the 99 cent store yesterday, and they do have fresh produce. It's so fresh you have to eat it that that day. But I noticed they literally had <laughs> stacks upon stacks of asparagus, and I'm like, y'all keep that shit. Fuck off. Yo. Yeah, I'd rather Isn't lick stamps all day than to fuck with asparagus. Ugh. I mean, if it's got, if we got some ranch to dip it in, I might be, I might fuck, <laughs> I fucks, I fucks with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, dude. I feel like it's, it, I, I'm already like anxious, and it's like it's gonna be getting worse and worse. And it's like yeah. this is, this is gonna be the only kind of outlet that comedians have right now to like try to put out mm -hmm. content or of any kind. It's just like uh, online. Uh, and before their loved ones kill them where they live <laughs> right for real yeah for but it's sure. like there's there's like yeah it's definitely man um it's gonna affect a lot of just i feel like what uh kind of content we're gonna get and i don't know dude i've, I've still like this all this <laughs> shit it's like it's stuff i want to talk about with like how mad i am about all of this sorry to not let yeah. you get there no, no, that's like the I shit have, i can't I, I can't what's yeah. up I want to see what, uh, you know, because Amazon's been doing great trying to catch up with orders and sending shit out. I want to see how much podcasting equipment has jumped through the sales rank <laughs> last week alone. <laughs> I want to know how much, yeah. like, mics have jumped up, recorders and soundboards yeah. and all that. I bet you there's been a, dr a dramatic rise in podcast equipment sales. I Dude, bet. yeah, bro. And, um,. You know, everybody's putting some shit out nowadays, and it's like people. I, That's I've always what it been is. It's shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you oh, know, well, I've always yeah. been of the uh, mindset that you shouldn't put something out unless it's you know offering some value and some quality and like the content. You know, like don't you don't have to put out everything you create. I guess is really what I'm trying to say. 
True. Because it's yeah. like you see these people doing this, and it's like, yo, man, like let it go back in the oven. It's not done cooking yet, yo. Like yeah. y'all are, well, you know, this you is half baked shit. I'm on both sides of that. I'm on both sides of that because I'm like, I want something to authentically represent my humor and what I feel like is something good and finished and polished. And then I'm over here reading Gary V's book and watching his videos, and it's just like, put everything out. And I'm like, okay, well, if I, you know, instead of taking the time to make three good memes, I could throw out ten and then probably yeah. get a good reaction from, you know, two or three of them. Um, sure. So there's that. And then, uh, uh, man, like I haven't been posting as much, and I kind of dig it. I, I don't know if some of my – it feels weird to say fans because it's just like – Eh, you know, yeah. you like my comedy. I don't, you know, I don't know if they're fans of me, my comedy, or both, or whatever. It just feels weird to say, but it's like, yeah. oh, do they? You know, I don't think they forgot about me. I haven't forgot about them, but I'm just enjoying, you know, I'm just doing me. So I'm trying to, um, you know, not freak out too much. And uh, hey, buy a sticker. You know, how's that? You yeah, need, you need a uh, <laughs> merch. Yo, plug. the bo- own boss says you need a a good Kool Aid shirt meme. Oh, okay, all right. I th- uh, you know I what I hate, dude? We up. live in a meme culture, bro, and it's like this. Yeah. Like we're so, we're so. And now this isn't an insult, by the way, to a homeboy. Yeah. But we're so like, uh, it's that. That's another problem with comedy right now, and, and this is like like long form shit like this that we're doing. Yeah. It's hard to keep people engaged to shit like this because they don't want to fucking pay attention to shit well, for more than me- fucking memes two, have killed two Saturday Night Live. That's why Saturday Night Live is struggling to do anything good because any joke you could have about something. You can make it visual that you can inter or that you can interpret, digest it in nanoseconds, and so yeah. um, it it almost renders jokes useless because it's like okay, it's been a meme, meme, meme. So we're all now in this loop of scrolling through Reddit endlessly, or even on Instagram of like, oh, that's funny, huh, huh, double yeah. tap. You know, we're just constantly inundated, and it's hard to like come up with something unique or come up with. Uh, you know, get people to come to a comedy show when they can just laugh at their phone and just go. Home yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, I, I said this actually on a previous uh, po- episode of this uh, with another yeah. guest. Um, I feel like SNL became too agenda driven and there was too many. There's too much emotional, yeah. like just visceral hatred for Donald Trump. And I'm not saying it's yeah. misplaced, but I- as you know, the more emotionally invested you are in any topic, the less funny you, you can't can be, be about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just the so. simple reality, you know. Hello, Leonard. Leonard A is no, funny. No, Leonardo. What's up, Leonardo? Leonardo. Leonard. <laughs> there you go. I'm an idiot. Super I can't read. Met her at the contest. I don't, I don't know how to read Leonardo, because I'm a go. Leo. Uh, <laughs> so, um, no. Uh, the other thing I have to feel like we have to do is, uh, as comics, we almost have <laughs> to beat the YouTubers at their own game. So it's like now that we have time to, we can like sit down and learn. And learn about using uh, you, um, uh, YouTube algorithms and and the uh, all the things that yeah. you can do to to make your stuff better and you know make better content, learn the production side better. Because yeah, we got the talent, but then it's like, how do you make it look good? You know, anybody can well, be the funniest fucking person, but you also have to edit it right. The lighting has to look good. Mm-hmm. The sound yep. has to be mastered. So a lot yep. of that stuff takes time. And then. I- uh, where was I going with that too? With uh, YouTubers, and then also, as us as comics, we have to adapt and start um, uh, using whatever medium we can to reach that audience. So that's why I yeah. make probably ninety percent of the memes I post. I make them, 
And yeah. I love, you know, like I, I kind of like that I'm, I've kind of uh, used my, my jokes to, how do I tell this joke visually? That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. And so I yeah. think about it and, you know, I'm very versed in Reddit culture, 4chan, all that good shit. And it's like, okay, here's an idea for a meme, boom, 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 chop it up, put it out there, content. Who knows if it drives people to my comedy, you know? Bro, I spend uh, far yeah, too much time on Reddit. I spend far <laughs> too much time on Reddit. But, uh, so do no, I, but I actually, a lot of it is uh, BBW. Uh, I, <laughs> a shit, gone, gone, gone wild. No, so dude, I actually, oh my God. I posted an advice animal meme today, actually. Oh, my it was, God, old uh, school, throwing it back. Old school, bro. It was the Marshawn Lynch one. You remember that one? Uh, when he was like, uh, I'm just here so I won't get fined uh, yeah. after like a game or some shit, like when he didn't want to talk yeah. to the press. And uh, yeah. I put I put the title of it. I put like uh, Americans sitting at home right now, uh, like basically because they can't leave your house. Like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all <laughs> stuck at home right now. This sucks. Um, uh, I mean, it, it also depends on your situation. Like, I'm, I'm lucky that I got a pretty decent sized room. Uh, and when I got that headlining week last year in, in El Paso, I bought myself yeah. a nice TV, which I've never, the last TV oh, I had was 19 inches. And so this TV is for like, and, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what's up? So, and I told myself there's certain games I wouldn't play until I got a big TV. And, um, now I can actually start playing, uh, Mario Odyssey and Zelda breath of the wild. And there you go. I have the time there you go. to, to sink all those hours into I'm, it. I'm uh, like, I'm not a gamer, man. Never been a gamer. By the way, we got some uh, some some new people in the in the broadcast yeah. here. I want to welcome you in. Sarcasm, orgasm, as uh, if I'm sure y'all are first time listeners. This is my podcast. I'm Cody, <laughs> and uh, here with Alex today. Thank you for being here, buddy. What's up? Uh, You're losing all the women who just joined. I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> listen to me, Quick, Cody. Take <laughs> your shirt off. <laughs> Do some flexing. Show your biceps. You know, you know, you know what it is. It's like I I can't give a shit. The more I give a shit about anything, it's the less I get any results out of it. To be honest with there you, go. we'll show off some of my uh, nerd memorabilia in the background. There you go. That'll get the women. There going. you go. You see, there's uh, Akbar. There's Bo Dallas. There's a, a a Breaking Bad figure. There's a, a there's a Halo figure. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what's up, ladies? Fucking Breaking Bad reference. All right, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. I've been going back on YouTube recently, just randomly watching clips from the show. Just random. Yeah. Just old clips from oh the show. Man, like, man. I, I get stuck in those loops of those like top 10 lists of mm -hmm. watch mojo and screen crush and all those yeah. like what culture and i'm just like yeah sure i'll watch this yeah next one okay have yeah. you four um, hours later i'm like i know everything have you have you worked with uh, you know kevin shea right oh yeah yeah i just saw him recently actually and he uh mentioned he said yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's right that's yeah. right that's fucking hilarious no uh do you know his old roommate from college is like one of the co-founders of youtube right that's right. That's right. I remember him talking. Dude, uh, either YouTube bro. or Google, right? Yeah. I think it was. I think it was YouTube. Well, now they're like, the same oh, thing. Man, if I would have stayed in touch with that guy or, or joined in on his shit. Shit, <laughs> dude. Fucking, I don't even like. We can't even conceive of how billionaires fucking throw down. Jesus, dude. Like, more money, more problems. Did Bill Gates? I heard. I think Bill Gates told people like everybody should die or something today, or like there's dead. Uh, ignore the dead bodies. Okay. Uh, that was somebody. A, that somebody was a on weird. A, this was on a this was on a Reddit comment thread today, and they okay. I, they had the best uh, the best fucking uh, na uh, nickname for Trump I've heard so far in all of this. Yeah. It was a uh, Dorito Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. 
Not bad. I was like, oh, that's fucking great. That is so good. Uh, Nacho I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> fucking. You know, in times such as these, in, uh, in a perilous well, world. Well, Dorito we sounds in, too Spanish. I don't know if you could call him that because Dorito sounds so Spanish. You're right. But he looks like one <laughs> anyway. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's just those two things together. Dorito, Mussolini. Yeah. I was going to say that earlier. Like uh, Patrice was saying hard consonants are funny. The I, like yeah, hard consonants, sure. like usage well, of that. Yeah. Go well, ahead, uh, you know, you watch King of the Hill and you watch Bobby Hill do stand up and he's like, K is the funniest sound. So you always yeah. want to have, you know, a K in your punchline. And, and yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just it's it's just it's staccato, dude. It's like, yeah. you know, it's it, it just creates a, a more it's emphasis on something. I feel the, like and that's it's probably the backfire of, of a car. You know, you pay attention and then oh. it's like. It's so. very German, like, the God is like, ah. Germans are fucking hilarious. I got to meet a German comic not too long ago. He came through um, with his dad, and they're touring across America. So they're in the nice. green room hanging out with uh, Butch Bradley, the headliner. And I just start spitting out German, and they just look at me <laughs> like, what the fuck is nice going one, on Leonardo. Here? And the other comics, too, were watching me, and they're like, what are, what are all these weird sounds coming out of your mouth? And. They're like, I don't know you spoke German. I go, yeah, you know, that's how you find the best porn, you know. And, you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah, you fucking, y'all didn't learn your lesson the first time. We had to, we had to fucking, what do you say to a fucking German that has one black or two black guys? I don't fucking say what I think you mixed that one up. So it's like. We uh, stole, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. We stole all your you good scientists. Favorite, it's fine. You know what my uh, favorite language of France is? German. And. Uh, <laughs> going old school on that one baby <laughs> i'll tell you what though they make a hell of an automobile don't they <laughs> no, they really yeah, do though i, I sure, i've yeah. owned i've owned two volkswagens dude i, I like they oh, do yeah. have. <laughs> there's a reason they almost took over the world twice <laughs> true, true. Uh, so. fucking a man um, damn kraut jugglers <laughs> you know my 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 late best friend mark rest in <laughs> peace buddy uh, he uh, said the funniest thing one humpers. time. Oh. Right, he, my friend Mark said the funniest thing one time because he was ger- his last name was Bays, B O E S E. Yeah. Right, very German. Yeah, and he's like, Germans are like the Asians of white people. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking. That, I, I get like it. it. I get. I, I'll take I, it. I, I follow the line of reasoning of this. That's pretty, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like uh, you're gonna copy our math homework. I was always good at math in school. Uh, <laughs> Dude. I, I think it took a while for my, my sense of humor to catch on just because of being so German. I remember distinctly as a young as a young lad in Germany, uh, we had to make a collage. And so I, I took different triangles, different colors of triangles, and glued them. And it was like mm-hmm. real chaotic, real 90s looking. You know, it looked like the um, uh, almost like the old uh, River Center backdrop. You know, it didn't have the paint splatter, but it was real like yeah. geometric. Oh God, the the old one, colors. the old old one, not yeah, the yeah, because yeah. they redid it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. About. Yeah. And the, so the uh, Jackson so Pollock the, wannabe shit. Yeah. So the punchline was to this like collage of different size uh, triangles was my room, because my room was always messy, and they're yeah. just like, oh, oh, your room, it it looks like this. It's it's, and I'm like, nobody gets the joke. And I remember being like seven years old, being like. This is the funniest thing ever. And just in Germany, they'd be like, well, I, I do not understand. Why would you call it that? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No. 
Das Boot. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, that German comic Fuck. was badass, and we got to we actually hung out with him like uh, two weeks ago, and so I follow him on Twitter, and then he posted on Twitter in German, "Oh hey, I've been diagnosed with a coronavirus," and I'm Ooh. fucking freaking out, right? So there's a photo with me and a couple other comics tagged in it. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then I read his previous posts and his mm-hmm. wife got it first. And I was like, and I know it's super shitty, but I went, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm that fucking selfish that I went, oh, Dude. thank God he got it after he saw me. <laughs> shit. Man, you know, dude, I all I can say about that, <laughs> this shit, dude, is. I actually looked at uh, a Forbes article that was posted yesterday about this, about mm-hmm. the, the fatality rate thus far. Yeah, and, and it's the US like one, is not that one, bad. It's 1.3%. 1.3%. Yeah. And we're literally having entire shutdowns of the well, of I mean, industries. Yeah. Of over 1.3%. Um, I, I, we haven't even talked about this, and I didn't say this, but uh, this is my conspiracy theory uh, segment here at uh, one hour uh-huh. and 11, one hour and 12 minutes. See, I keep right. getting on the 12s and 24s. This is weird. Uh, the All of this is a red herring, a giant red herring to implement uh, or to bring about the uh, just the onset of uh, the digital dollar, which there was actually an article this morning yeah. in Forbes about this. I'm not this. Mm-hmm. I'm not citing some fucking kook source. This is fucking mm-hmm. Forbes. And. They put it in on the second version, right, of this uh, bill that went through Congress that got shot down by the Democrats, actually, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And um, they Leonardo's they true? went it yes, went I would not. <laughs> and it went back <laughs> to the House again. And they yeah. and then they brought forth a second version and added the digital dollar shit. And I'm like, this did it. This is not this. They didn't just come up with this shit over the last couple of days, dude. This is something that's been. Uh, this was there was a they were ready to pull the trigger I think and they needed the right sort of event to catalyze yeah. it. That's what I feel like, and that's why I feel like all this is overblown because I think yeah. it's not nearly as big of a threat as people are making it out. This isn't Ebola. Yeah. This is not going to kill you. Like highly, highly unlikely it'll kill you. Supposedly yeah. there's like some long term respiratory effects that it can cause in people even younger. That's, but nonetheless, yeah, dude, right. yeah. it's just like the rate the risk is not is not commensurate with what we're doing yeah. as a country right now in the I, response. I don't. Of it. Yeah, I feel like right now because it's only been a week and whatnot. I I feel like uh, it's it's a small sacrifice to to make of like, okay, well I can't go run around and do all the stuff I want to, but. Then again, I don't want to get sick. I don't have health insurance. If I sure. get sick, ooh, I'd be fucked because I already have breathing problems. I'm fat as fuck. You know, I'm about yeah. to be 36, which in Hollywood means I'm fucking ancient. Oh yeah, uh, you're. Yeah, you're. <laughs> so I mean, I got the. I'm, I'm surprised. You're, I'm surprised you're not dead yet, Kool Aid. I'm kidding. No shit. Do you know how many times I hear that, uh, dude? And they're like, "Oh, you still alive, <laughs> bro?" <laughs> and it's usually me doing what. Huh? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kool Aid's still alive? Fucking for yeah, real? Like, Yo, man, me and Keith Richards, bro. Uh, Shit, <laughs> man. I'm I'm glad you're still alive. <laughs> thank yeah, you for being man. alive. Well, yeah, thank you. I think the other thing that is, I, uh, it, the worst thing I want to happen is just like, and again, I'm gonna sound like one of these assholes, but remember in Idiocracy when the guy was just sitting in that chair and he was just like drinking soda pissing shitting and just had all these screens up and that's all they did 
And I was like, oh, yeah. my God, is that what I'm doing right now? <laughs> you know, yeah. or even at the end of Wally, you know, <sighs> I don't. Yeah, I don't that, that's what you just reminded me lights, of. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Well, and is, is that, you know, that's turning into. And then you're going to have two different types of people. You're going to have people that create stuff, create entertainment, create content. And then the people that just sit there and consume it and sit there and they get Dude. Uh, it's a it's one big black mirror episode that we're living in. Yeah. Dude, and then, so you know what I like say to that I, black mirror? You flip that bitch sideways and do some fucking rails off of it. <laughs> we're gonna do some rails. <laughs> and then uh, talk about this and talk about stupid. what business we're gonna have. <laughs> Why am I still here? Good start. fucking question, <laughs> Leonardo. Very good question. Why am I still here? <laughs> that is I you know what? I'm one I was literally wondering the same thing, actually. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, my buddy Mikey's watching. Mikey is a cool cat. He was one of if the. If you need a bail bond, go to Mikey at Easy Bail Bonds. I've never Absolutely. had a pipe on the podcast, but there you go, Mikey. You owe me uh, fifty cents for that one. I'm there just you go, kidding. Mikey Slyman. He's dope. He he was one of the first cats in um, uh, bum fights. Nice. Which shaped my humor, like growing up when I was in high school and watching bum fights over and over. I'm just like, oh my god, people do this, and now we just call it World Star Hip Hop. There's so, a there's uh, a lot of bums here in Austin. I can tell you that, dude. A lot. <laughs> Of all this yeah, shit going down, for open mics. I know, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah, they do. There's like you can be a famous bum here, dude. There's a that's a thing here. It's crazy. Um, dude. Uh, no, but I wanted to go on this. Uh, I had a thought I wanted to say while I'm thinking of it before yeah. I forget. But like we we talked about how this might affect comedy and comedians and shit. How do you think it's going to affect audiences? Because I think there's going to be this sort of like adjustment period that's going to have to happen after people haven't had like like group social social interactions and in, in we don't know how it's going to be, uh, you know, a month from now when all of this hopefully ends, you know. So I'm like, I'm wondering how sure. that's going to play out. I don't know. I may be pontificating yeah. on some nonsense. that doesn't I, matter, but it's interesting. I mean, I, I, I low-key miss hugging people. I miss, uh, you know, uh, I, I do kind of miss that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I've noticed from the couple times I've left the house, people have been, like, real calm, real chill. Nobody's like yeah. getting each other's, you know, everybody's just kind of like, hey, we're going to ride this out. It it really it reminds me of how everybody was kind of think of more uh, of them are they were thinking more than the, just themselves. Yeah. And people are just being nice. Anything. Yeah. P- this has taught people just like when tragedies happen. Uh, you know, like I said, in New York, they had 9-11 in L.A. They had Kobe. Uh, uh, people just kind of like they see that as a reminder of how crazy life is, and then they're like, oh, "Okay, let me." Hey, what's up? How you? Are you have dude, a yeah. Day? Oh, I'm. No, I you take the last hand sanitizer. Oh, thank you know, like that type. Of thing, so. <laughs> I think there's also certainly, dude, an element of um, just people like it's like if if you're in a hurry, you know, like people are always in a hurry. They got to be somewhere to be, whatever. It's like where where do you got? Where do you need to be? Are you going home? Yeah. Like what do you what are you yeah. gonna do? Dude, there's nothing else to do, <laughs> so you have the time to be patient now, and yeah. it's like. People are being nicer because they're not in as big of a hurry to go places, you know. So yeah. I don't know. I think I think it is maybe in though, and th- if we're looking at trying to find like some silver linings and all this craziness, it's like that's well, that's maybe one of the good things I hope that we uh, arises from this is that we all just generally try to like we have a collective effort to all kind of try to be nicer to each other and, and more a little yeah. more agreeable because we live in this time where everybody wants to be disagreeable, nobody wants to agree. Like remember, yeah. like. I want people to be like I want us to all be on board with each other and like we may disagree on certain things but yeah dude I I said this like I thought isn't it funny when you really break it down there's like five or six 
key topics that make people hate each other, like five or six, yeah. like abortion and you know, yeah. um, you know, Repub- or conservative or liberal, and I mean, there's just like these certain. Yeah. I know that that's an ideology, but you know, there's 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 just hot mutton Pokemon things, and there's, shield, there's only Pokemon them. sword, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But people just hate each other, and it's like, dude. <laughs> Um, and they don't even want to try to find common ground with other people. And I feel like maybe now people are a little more willing to try to find common ground with each other. For sure. I don't know. For sure. That could be. And, um, that could be long lasting. That could be just for now. Who knows? Because I. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to show this off when I when I get it built. But uh, inside of Animal Crossing, uh, you have a, a uh, an island, and I have a house, and so I have a back room. And in that back room, I'm actually building a comedy club. In <laughs> in my video game, and so right now I'm trying to order. You can only order five things a day, so I'm ordering a bunch of chairs every day. I'm gonna fill that room. I already have the mic. I already have like a little stage thing, and I have. What is this like? World around. of Comedy Craft or something? Yeah, pretty much. So uh, then I'm gonna Shit. invite a bunch of people to my island and watch a comedy show, and uh, <laughs> and get Dude. some cool screenshots. <laughs> and I hopefully on Reddit it'll get a lot of love. So we'll see. Yeah, fucking shout out to Reddit. Fucking A, man. Um, by the, the way, while we're... Is like, uh, ahead, is let, let's seek um, affirmation and positivity from interactions and from, from people versus then, hey, I posted something. Let me wait around to see how many likes it gets. Like, fuck all that bullshit. Um, well, you know, just and, and, tell someone, and it's hey, like, they did good. It has to be considered, man, that, you know, a lot of how you your reactions, like when you're gauging shit based on likes and shit is based off algorithms that um, are, you know, uh, it doesn't mean your content's even being seen by a lot of people. And, like, you can't make the mistake of thinking it's not good or ba- it's good or bad based on that because some algorithms have certain, you know, uh, people that are posting that they're they're getting higher up on feeds. It's just based on, you know, historical um, yeah. post popularity and shit. So I, I don't know, man. Yeah. And if you're like not necessarily posting always popular or like whatever, you may drop down in that algorithm now all of a sudden your content's not even being seen by over yeah. half, maybe probably honestly like eighty percent of your friends yeah. don't even well, see not, it. I'm not so yeah, I'm not talking about playing the system. My what I'm trying to say is people don't put too much stock in that shit. You know? Yeah. Uh agreed. Don't don't let the likes dictate and rule you. Uh, yeah. You know, don't don't think it was a bad joke because it didn't get a lot of love. Just, you yeah. know, uh, stay true to yourself and uh, we'll all get out of this together. And, and yeah, let's uh, all be nice to each other. Has, yeah, that too. My jo- we, sense of humor has definitely served me a lot. Yeah, and, uh, we went. We make uh, the best of things. We, we this feels like a great logical ending point because my battery just went off. Well, we we dropped out of no listeners. Now we got one again, but we're going to end it probably here. And uh, I did want to ask you, man, uh, do you have anything if you wanted to pipe real quick before we close it out? here? Uh, uh, find me on Nintendo Switch online. Uh, find me at Y2 Kool-Aid and I'll give you my friend code. Letter Y, number two, Kool-Aid, K-O-O-L-A-I-D. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll be playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'll be playing a couple <laughs> other multiplayer games, maybe uh, some Mario Kart. And, I'll be uh, playing yeah, the virtual comedy club <laughs> in my yeah. boxers. I'm wearing no, shorts on this stage, bitches. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and uh, well, dude, uh, yeah. and then okay, I'll, I'll sorry, be making anymore. shitty comments towards uh, Brendan Schaub and Chris Delia. And then, oh, somebody, uh, somebody saw me the other night. 
And he goes, hey, look, it's Fluffy. And I go, nah, dude, I don't do sound effects and celebrity name drops. Oh, <laughs> shit. He just went, no, huh? <laughs> I hope Rick Gutierrez isn't listening. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fucking he A-man. knows how to use Instagram. <laughs> ah, that's Remember? 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 <laughs> Quit doing 25 minutes of a goddamn open mic. <laughs> uh, let him. Fucking shit. At least he's killing. Jeez. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you do your A material at a fucking over? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, all right, we're 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 digressing <laughs> at this point. Uh, dude, I want to thank you for for uh, for joining me today, brother. I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I'm glad you're well and not dead. Hope you you're stay right. that way, sir. Yeah, thank and, you. Uh, I'll stay breathing. Let's uh, let's let's talk after this, and uh, I'll uh, I'll sign off with uh, saying thank you for joining me here on Sarcasm Orgasm. Your guest today, uh, Alex Kool Aid Anzel. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Bye. Yeah. 1985, I arrived. 33 years, damn, I'm grateful I survived. We wasn't supposed to get past 25. Jokes on you, motherfucker, we are alive. 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 Jokes on you, motherfucker, we are alive.